from WIS Politics in Madison. You're listening to Capital Chats. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a WIS Politics Capital Chats episode brought to you by Spectrum. I'm Adam Kelnhofer, reporter over at WIS Politics here in Madison, and today I'm joined in the office by my colleague Kate Morton to talk about an interview she just did with State Representative Katrina Shankland. She is a Dem from Stevens Point, and she is also running for the 3rd Congressional District of Wisconsin. So, Kate, what did you and Shanklin talk about? Yeah, Adam, I spoke with Shanklin, who is one of three Dems seeking to unseat Derek Van Orden, who's the Republican incumbent. We talked about some of her priorities if she's elected to Congress, and she criticized Derek Van Orden for some of the run-ins he's had at the U.S. Capitol. All right, Kate, let's just get right into the interview then and hear what Shanklin had to say. Well, hello, Representative Shanklin. Thank you for joining me today. Just here to talk a little bit about your third CED campaign. And so maybe to get it off started, you could tell me a little bit about why you decided to run against Van Orden. Absolutely. I am running for Wisconsin's third congressional district and challenging Derek Van Orden because he has shown time and time again that he is not serving the people of Wisconsin. He's not delivering for working families and seniors. And meanwhile, um, we are waiting for a long-term farm bill for a long-term government funding solution and budget. And instead we've seen Derek Van Orden in the news over and over again for all the wrong reasons, whether it's screaming at teenagers, you know, Senate pages in the US Capitol, yelling at the White House during an important intelligence briefing, Or, you know, um, less recently, but just as important, three years ago, he attended the Stop the Steal rally on January 6th. And so voters have an enormous amount of concern about not just his temperament and his inability to get things done for us, but also the way in which he uses his position. He goes on Twitter late at night and attacks voters and sometimes blocks them instead of engaging in person and meaningful discussions with people all across the third in Western and Central Wisconsin. And so I'm a Central Wisconsin legislator who spent the last 12 years delivering results for hardworking families and seniors, and I'm going to continue to in Congress. What are your priorities, I guess, if you're elected, would be the main areas you would want to focus on, things you want to change? I think first and foremost, we've seen from House Republicans, including Derek Van Orden, that Um, There is less of an interest in governing and more of an interest in scoring political points. I think the most recent example is Donald Trump telling Republicans not to negotiate with President Biden on the border crisis. That's really disappointing. We need adults in the room, not people who are going to do a former president's bidding um, when it comes to refusing to work together on key issues that keep people up at night. And so whether it's passing a long-term farm bill, I think that's a huge priority for me in the third, knowing that not only our dairy farmers, but farmers across Wisconsin rely on that. It's the number one priority of the district, but also we need to make sure that Congress is actually working for working people and seniors. And so protecting the promise of social security and Medicare, um, working and taking a look at the Affordable Care Act and making sure that it's working for folks, making it more affordable. I would love to take a look at the child tax care credit. I know there are conversations happening on that right now in Congress, but there are things that we should be doing that I think the majority of folks in Wisconsin, regardless of party, would agree on. And those are some of the priorities that are at the top of my list. I would also add cracking down on big pharma and price gouging is another one and um, have worked on some legislation in the state capitol and want to bring that fight to Congress as well. 
Yeah, I also want to talk a little bit about the race last time around. As I'm sure you know, national Dem groups ended out pulling ended up pulling out that big ad funding um, at the end of the campaign in the final weeks. Do you have any concerns about whether the district is being prioritized and how do you see beating Derek Van Orden if it isn't? I know that the DCCC took millions of dollars out of reserve in Wisconsin when Brad Paff was the candidate. And had they not have done that, I firmly believe that he would be Congressman Brad Paff right now, and I would be supporting his re-election campaign. But unfortunately, they chose to make that unforced error, and it is my job to ensure it never happens again. So I'm frequently in touch, and my team is frequently in touch with folks in D.C., not just the DCCC, but other organizations too. And I continue to tell them, and this is extremely important, Looking at just the DPI or Democratic Performance Index of a district doesn't actually mean much. You have to look at the candidate in the race and their ability to turn out voters and ask Senator Tammy Baldwin how that worked for her, right? She won what was most people would consider Wisconsin a, a swing purple district. When she wins, she wins big because she knows that just uh, turning out Democrats isn't the only way to win. You can actually win with the middle, focus on independents and even moderate Republicans who believe in key priorities of mine, like protecting our democracy. And when it comes to abortion, making sure that no politician ever interferes with our private and personal medical decisions. In my last two elections, um, Republicans have spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on me. And I have outperformed not only the top of the ticket, but every candidate up and down the ticket in 2022 um, because I chose to expand the base. I don't believe in just turning out Democrats. I think that there is room for everyone in this campaign as it relates to protecting the promise of Social Security and Medicare, protecting our democracy, restoring our rights and freedoms and allowing a woman to make her own medical decisions. And I think that that works and showing the election results in 2022, Tony Evers won the third by just a thousand votes, just a little over a thousand votes. Um, 2023, Janet Protasiewicz won the third by 10.6 points. So we can win this district. We need a candidate who knows how, a battle-tested candidate who consistently outperforms the top of the ticket, and that's me. Yeah, so as far as the conversations you met, I mentioned with national groups, would you say they've been overall receptive to your message that the third deserves this attention? Absolutely. I think especially because Wisconsin is so pivotal to President Biden's reelection, too. Um, ben Wickler has done an amazing job showing everyone nationally that all paths to the White House lead through Wisconsin. And Wisconsin's third is the most swing, the swing district of all of our congressional districts. It's our most competitive. And so when we invest in the third, we're not just going to flip the House. We're going to reelect President Biden help run up the numbers for Senator Tammy Baldwin's re-election. And I think as a candidate who has been down ticket for uh, 10 years on the ballot, I know how important it is to help turn out voters for candidates in the Assembly and Senate. And so that's part of my pitch, too, is I'm not just going to be in this for me. I am here for every candidate up and down the ticket, and I want to form a strong team and strong partnership with candidates in Western and Central Wisconsin to help them flip competitive districts that are held by Republicans right now, but also um, protect key districts like State Senator Brad Path. Yeah, I also wanted to talk about you're in Stevens Point, which is kind of the on the outskirts of the district away from battleground area like La Crosse County. Do you think that's a disadvantage? How are you communicating with those voters? 
Yeah, I would say the biggest issue that I've heard from folks on is maybe this is a question I get more outside of the third than within it, if that makes sense. People in the third overwhelmingly are united on wanting to beat Derek Van Orden, and they especially want someone with experience. So just two weeks into this campaign for me, we put out a poll and it came back um, showing that not only do a majority of voters believe um, that my experience is incredibly important and therefore want to see me as the primary challenger, or I should say the primary winner and general nominee and challenger to Derek Van Orden, but a plurality also believe that I'm the candidate who's going to beat him. And so I know that that number has only grown as I've gotten around the district. Um, ironically, you know, I think people view it as kind of a little arm further down the road from La Crosse and Eau Claire. But, you know, La Crosse is a two-hour drive for me. Eau Claire is a two-hour drive for me. And I tell folks, look, I've been driving to Madison an hour and 45 minutes, multiple days a week for years. So two hours is nothing for me. So I can get to Eau Claire and La Crosse just as readily as I can get to Stevens Point. And I've been showing up and putting in that work, just as I've also been having coffee hours. And uh, we call these coffee conversations, coffee with Katrina across the district from Black River Falls to Chippewa Falls to obviously Stevens Point and Wisconsin Rapids down to Viroqua, which I'm heading to next, um, as well as, of course, La Crosse, Eau Claire and surrounding communities. And so we're going to continue to show up, whether it's Menominee or um, whether it's Viroqua. And I think that that is instrumental to winning this district, not writing off any county, not writing off any town, but showing up listening to folks, talking about how um, this isn't just about ousting an incumbent, right? This is actually about restoring strong representation to Congress and getting things done together. So uh, one of the most interesting comments I got, it was in Black River Falls. I had this great coffee hour that turned into two hours listening to about uh, two dozen voters who were really excited about this race. And they said, are we ever going to see you again? And I stopped and I said, of course, this was very early in the race. We have a year left minimum. And here we are, you know, voters listening to um, and asking questions of a congressional candidate thinking this is the only time we'll ever get to engage with her. That is something that I'm here to stop. I don't want anyone to think that we're going to wave through all 19 counties. We're going to come back over and over. And since then, I went right back to Black River Falls that next month and was at their holiday parade. Um, to show them, look, I'm serious about this. I'm building the infrastructure needed to win. We're not just having coffee once a year with you. We're coming back multiple times and hearing from you and working on the issues together. And that's the kind of Congresswoman I'll be. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Um, there's two other candidates in the race. We've got Rebecca Cook, who ran before, and Eric Wilson. So you might have touched on this a little bit earlier, but why do you think you're the best candidate to take on Van Orden? Sure. Well, I have the most experience. I have been in the state legislature for 12 years. In that time, I've co-authored and co-sponsored 179 bills that have become law. And I personally championed and spearheaded a number of issues that I think really resonate with the people of Wisconsin, especially those in the third. I think especially as it relates to protecting our first responders, um, expanding access to rural health care as it relates to our community paramedic program, and um, creating not just one, not just two, but three different farm programs or expanding on three different farm programs that put money into farmers' pockets specifically to help them with conservation and water quality. So whether it's the nitrogen optimization pilot program, the cover crop insurance rebate, expanding the producer-led watershed grants to farmers, um, I should say expanding to producer-led watershed groups money specifically for stream, river, and lake cleanup, and then 
updating our state's farmland preservation program to put more money in the pockets of farmers and make it easier to enroll acreage. Those are all bills I've worked on. And so when it comes to me criticizing Derek Van Orden for not getting a farm bill done, I have street cred on this issue because I've worked across the aisle with Republicans and Democrats to get things done for farmers. And I'm going to continue doing that in Congress. I think that means an awful lot to voters in this district. And I've heard it as we've gone. You know, I think they also are looking for someone with a track record of winning. We've heard, and, and Congressman Pican echoed this last week when he endorsed my candidacy. He said, we can't take a risk on an untested candidate when we get one real shot at um, ousting an incumbent, vulnerable freshman Derek Van Orden. And I couldn't agree with him more. When we look at my election results, Republicans have thrown hundreds of thousands of dollars in attack ads against me, and I've won by double digits. And you can take that information to the bank, right? That's that's clear. I, I've been tested, and I'm ready for not only taking on someone who's going to be a very well-funded incumbent, but someone who's also afraid to debate. And that's a big issue I've heard from primary voters in the district. They want to know how I'm going to get him to debate. And I'll tell you, it's by bringing it up over and over and over. So I haven't done a media interview in weeks without mentioning and challenging Derek Van Orden to debate me. He's a sitting member of Congress. He needs to be making public appearances and talking to the media, uh, something that we haven't seen much of him from lately. And I will tell you, his constituents are clamoring to hear from him on key issues. And so my goal is to get him to come out to debates and to debate me, and that's something I'll be working really hard at. Yeah, that's something we'll be following, you know, after seeing he was reluctant to debate Brad Path in the past. So um, one last question for you, Tara Johnson dropped out of the race recently. Um, who ends up getting those votes, and what are you doing to appeal to those people who might have been on her team? Yeah, so I want to thank Tara Johnson for running. I think she did a great job. She had a lot of focus and heart. And I know at the end of the day, we are both highly committed and strongly committed to making sure that Derek Van Orden is a one-term member of Congress and that not only should we be electing a strong candidate, but we should be doing it together. So I want to thank her and her team for the work that they put in. And I'm working really hard in lacrosse. I just had my um, endorsement a uh, media event with Congressman Pecan in La Crosse last week. We also had a coffee that had, you know, uh, probably about 40 to 45 people in attendance, which was fantastic for Monday morning in La Crosse. And we had a two hour conversation about the issues and voters are fired up. So I'm having another event there uh, soon and working on a second event after that. I would say there's a lot of enthusiasm and momentum behind my campaign right now. And our team is only growing. So stay tuned for another endorsement launch or endorsement announcement. And um, I will continue working very, very hard, not only in lacrosse, but across the district. And I want voters in all parts of the district to know that their votes all matter equally. Um, so when I first got into this race, people really thought it had a lot to do with geography. I'm here to tell you my theory of the race continues to be, it's about showing up, showing up everywhere and listening to everyone and really working hard for every vote. I'll never take a single voter for granted, and I'm going to continue putting in the work to flip this district. Well, thank you so much, Representative Shanklin, for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate your interest. Awesome, Kate. Thanks for bringing us that interview with Katrina Shanklin. It was a pleasure to have her on. If our listeners want to stay up to date on the 3rd Congressional District and all of the ads and happenings going on in that race, they can head over to our website at wispolitics.com. But for now, I'm Adam Kelnhofer. I'm Kate Morton. Thanks for tuning in to Wispolitics Capital Chats, brought to you by Spectrum.